the Life Out Here podcast. This podcast is intended to connect you from wherever you are in the world to our life out here. From our beautiful yoga studio in Seamount Springs, Colorado, we are up to creating authentic conversations that leave you feeling elevated, inspired, and fully alive. Welcome, everyone. I am Alyssa Scalera. I'm your host today. I'm here with three amazing women that I love, 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 and love working with. Shannon Crow. Hi, everyone. We've got Kelsey Ryan. What's up? And Corey Bradbury. Hello. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here today, as always. What's new with you guys this week? Shannon, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll share. Do you know, I'm really, for the first, I'll say this, for the first time in my life, I'm really like self-initiating meditation. Like I'm not meditating because somebody else told me to. Um, well, that might not be totally true. Side note, I'm doing a, a training program with Baron right now. And he did tell me to meditate and that did influence <laughs> me. And though, I, I will say like what he told me for the first time in my life, especially like as a yogi, spent all this time in, in yoga, you know, he was, he was explaining that you don't meditate to get it right. You meditate to clear things out. And then he also said that you can't, um, you can't afford not to meditate because either you have things swimming around in your head and they stay with you your whole day, or you take the time to sit until those things unrelease um, from you, unclench from you, or you release them. And then you actually have your day to live and be. And that was revolutionary to me. First of all, it's like, not judge my meditation. And, and, you know, I know we say that all the time, like, Hey, don't judge your meditation. And I've told people that but it's like, Oh, really? That's not even the point. The point is not to have a super deep meditation. In fact, if there's tons of crap that's coming up for you, then, um, that's good. Then you need to like, that's why you're meditating. It's like in yoga when people are like, Oh, I, I, I don't do yoga cause I can't touch my toes. It's like, Oh, that's why you should do yoga. Right. So that you can work towards touching your toes. It's like, Oh, that's why you should meditate so that you can um, release what it is that's binding you, that is taking up your mental space, that's stopping you from really being clear in your experience in your day. So that's been so cool. And I've been meditating for like 30 minutes every morning. Um, and I do feel, I see, I see the difference in myself and I feel the difference in myself. So that's just really amazing after I'm in, in the work of my 12, 40 days after that, after all that time to actually want to meditate. It took me this long to actually want to meditate and see that it, I do need to do it. It's a necessity. So that is pretty cool. That is that cool. Is and I said, cool. like, if Baron says to do it, then I feel like you should meditate. <laughs> I feel like you, and, um, <laughs> I love exactly. that shift. I feel like I'm all full disclosure. I shared on the podcast a few weeks ago that I was going to go all in on meditation and I have not. And I appreciate this like fresh way of looking at it. I think I'm still in that space of searching for that uh, intrinsic want to meditate. And so I'm open to all, <laughs> all ways of looking at it. And I like that. That's like, actually like, it's something you have, you need to do like, in order to work through your stuff. 
So I appreciate that for sharing. Thank you for sharing that, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corey and I were saying too, it makes you happier. Like when you spend time it, with yourself. Yeah. I um, It's so funny that that's what you decided to share on, Shannon, because, you know, before we were recording, I cleared with you guys. I was like, my head is like, my head is not um, on right right now. Like, I feel like there's a lot of thoughts, but I also feel very blank. And so it's kind of... Um, cool that it's just like I feel like talking to you Shannon recently it's just been like a constant reminder like just go meditate like that's what I feel like our conversations have kind of surrounded on for the last week or so and I can tell like for me my experience of myself is like when I have a lot of stuff floating in my head I get very um like I draw into myself and so like I'm I'm curious what like without judgment, what it could look like for me to like actually sit down and process my thoughts during meditation and what that could look like for um, like my connection to people. I feel like when I, you know, I mean, you guys know me when I have stuff going on, I just like, <laughs> I'm like a turtle. My head goes in, my arms <laughs> go in, like, <laughs> you know, like there's this shell around me and I think I'm trying to internally process it. And it's just cool to see um, that this could be a really easy access. You know, like I'm always asking myself, well, how do I move through these thoughts? How do I release them? And so it's, it's cool that um, that kind of came to the surface during your share. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, has it occurred for you guys like 40 days? Like if you're being really honest, 40 days is about the asana. Right? Is it like kind <laughs> yeah. of occur like that? Like I did 40 days if I did the asana. And my, my meditation hasn't been perfect this 40 days, even though it's been consistent. And it, it just occurred to me, it's like, whoa, what is the shift that's available, especially like in equanimity week, if you are like, actually 40 days is about the meditation. Mm. What if we just did like a 40 days of just meditation? <gasps> oh my God. Only like, meditation ooh. all day. Like, day. well, you know, like <laughs> add the asana in and though like, you know how meditation in 40 days is kind of on the honor system. I'm like, like, what if there is this like whole world of a shift for a community? If we offered something along with like, this meditation to get them into the practice because I see our community is now in the practice of oh 40 days of asana is just what happens it's just normal to us now so what if there's like this shift of oh 40 days of meditation this is just part of my life mm, yeah whoa that's so whoa yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know maybe that's like the next thing we do after this 40 days we're like you know we've tried 40 and counting we've tried the next 40 days we've tried all these different things maybe it's just 40 days of meditation after and that keeps you in your practice (laughs) I love it uh yeah I found that um I've been finding a new relationship with meditation lately too it's like it's opened up. Shannon said something to me that's really cool about it. I've always been like, oh, I don't have time to meditate and like, I don't, whatever, you know? And then I found out that actually meditating creates time. And then Shannon said that and I was like, oh my gosh, it really does. It created so much time. There's one day that I meditated, like right when I got up, 
I submitted a bunch of things. I got like a ton of things done for work. I got a ton of things done for myself. And it was like this whole world. And I was like, man, that all came from meditation. And it was really cool to see that. So I totally am like in that space too of like a newfound relationship with meditation. And I think it's really amazing. This is week three of 40 days and we have been all just loving it. We've been having so much fun with all of you people on Zoom and doing all of our classes and meetings together. It's been so great to be with the big community. And this week, the theme is equanimity. And our type of yoga is Baptiste Yoga. Baron Baptiste defines equanimity as the art of meeting life as it meets you, calmly, without drama or fuss. You know, it seems so easy to find the drama and find the fuss and just lean into that. And what equanimity is about is coming back to center and coming back and letting all of that go. And um, I think that's really cool. That's something like that's super powerful right now and super powerful for us to find. And I know that it's, you know, this time in life may seem kind of crazy and equanimity is really powerful. Um, so ladies, as we're talking about meditation and as we're talking about equanimity, where do you see in your life that you practice equanimity? I mean, there's this whole world of we get to these places where we are in that drama and we are in that fuss, and then you have to shift yourself back. Like, where do you see in your life that that's happening for you right now? I'll go. I am learning that I have a real resistance to when technology doesn't work properly. <laughs> I, Lucky girl. Yes. <laughs> I um yeah, all of my life has been on Zoom or conference calls or any sort of screen involved pretty much all day. And um and I love technology. I think it's so important and such a like a godsend. Like without it, how would we be living right now? I don't know. And I go immediately to a reactive space when something goes wrong. And I, and I, I like to think of myself as a pretty well-versed in technology and troubleshooting. And once like, if after I've done all that and I've even reached out and it's like, it still doesn't work. And there's like no conceivable explanation is when I get really reactive. <laughs> and, um, and so one, it's really noticing that I've, notice that's a trigger for me like anytime things are starting to go a little hairy in that department I'm like okay I need to take a break or a breath or something to remind me of the bigger picture I think it's easy to get really honed in on this like this little screen is my life and it's like live or die right now versus it's not <laughs> it's really not even with like 60 people on a call or um and it's not going as smoothly as it should be like it's it's not going to end it like nothing's going to be unreversible everything will be totally fine and I think it's just reminding like zooming out from that specific little square that I'm occupying and like like just seeing you three on this call right now brings me back to like oh yeah I'm not in this alone and I'm not only defined by this one little situation that's going a little nuts so that has helped me that practice of shifting my vision outside of and that's one of the tools this week or the practices this week isn't it shifting your vision um 
out of this like honed in like I have to figure it out in this moment or everything's gonna fall apart 40 days is not gonna keep going like everything's just gonna end and zooming out and being like no this happens all the time and just keep showing up powerfully each time no matter how it looks to get there just keep showing up Kels I will say that if you can't fix it technologically I know we're all screwed do you know what I mean like, I was like as you were telling that story I was like yep like because Kels is just so good I'll be because I flip out way before you flip out on it Kels I'm like oh god something happened it's not working and Kelsey's just like very calmly like do this do this do this and I was like I've never really had you not fix it so I see that like I don't know the universe is out of order if you can't fix it <laughs> and how I, I would take you that. out of equanimity. Yeah. So for me, my, my space where I have to practice equanimity, which is like inherently when I'm not equanimous is if I feel rushed, like if I'm late, that just triggers me so much. I just get triggered if I'm rushing and I see the time and I know, you know, there's that moment where you're like, I see the time and I know that I'm not going to be where I'm supposed to be at that time. And it just really throws me. Um, <laughs> I just like all of the F-bombs start flying. All of the, I just like fly <laughs> off the hook with it. I really do. Like I'm very unequanimous in that situation. And so, you know, what I was thinking was like, okay, what do I need to practice to come back to equanimity? And I think it's just having cognizance around how much time I really need one because I kind of like lie to myself about how much time I really need I'll just be sitting there with my coffee and I'm like oh I'm good I've got oh I can wait a few more minutes and then it's like I actually know though I already know what I know which is like I needed more time than that but I like lie to myself about it so that's one and then two is two is like just you know in the morning specifically I see this happening with with a child with Dean and everything it's like everything takes longer and so it's like looking at my morning the night before and being like, what do I need to do to like set myself up for this? You know, I might need to like make his meals the night before. So I'm not trying to do that when he's up and running around and all of that. So that is the work. That is my work. Like, I feel like if I could, if I could uh, conquer this one, I would really live like a fairly equanimous life if I could get over this one. So stay tuned. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> <laughs> we need all I the totally... tips from Corey. Corey is such a yeah. cool person. I was thinking yeah. that. Oh. I was like, Corey cannot relate to this at all. She's <laughs> I've actually, funny story, I've actually been forcing myself to jump on calls at a later time. Like when I'm taking the big classes, I'm like, I'm not going to be 20 minutes early to this call. I'm going to hop on five minutes before class starts. Like it's me just sitting in front of my computer, just staring and being like, okay. Okay, two more minutes. I can jump on. <laughs> like, trying to be a rebel with time these days. <laughs> Living on the edge, Corey. Oh I know. I can learn so much from you, Corey. Mm, I totally relate to that. I I find that I don't feel equanimous when I there's like things that I want to do for myself, like go outside and go hiking and get on the river and like all of these things and it's like something as simple as me walking out my door and getting on the path that's right in front of my house and taking like an hour just to like walk outside and 
enjoy the beautiful sun and listen to a book on tape or whatever it is. And that's when I find that I feel out of equanimity, out of balance. I like really, you know, I have all these like things, my whole to-do list that I have to do. And I'm like, I have to do all of this before I can go on a walk. When I feel like balance, the balance that I can find in that is putting that at the top of my to-do list and really like taking the time to do that thing that's important to me. It's kind of like what we were saying about meditation there's if I make time for it then I can create time and be in a better space mentally because that's just something that's so important to me um and gets me in a really good space so it's like finding the time to uh or it's like creating that as a priority and then from that I will have so much more time and feel so much more in flow with the rest of my to-do list and things that I have to do I um as you guys because I was kind of in the world before this call of like well I just don't feel equanimous really ever in my life (laughs) there's just this feeling of like I feel like everything just creates this um drama around it for me and I think as you guys were sharing but it really is like the expect I feel unequanimous when the expectations of like that I put on myself don't go as planned like um I I can't even give an example like a specific example but it's just like whether it's something that I'm supposed to do that day or whether um it's how I hold myself accountable and I maybe don't live up to the way that I think I should be and then it just creates this um this really dramatic like dark cloud in my life and yeah I'm I guess I'm still in the work of figuring out the practice of that I know it's um probably giving myself a little grace and a little ease and going back to the work in tap knowing that we're whole complete and perfect no matter how you know we show up um but it can be my experience is it can be challenging to come from that place and that's really I think the practice of um, coming into equanimity and, you know, releasing that and the practice of remembering, like, we're all human. I'm human. <laughs> I'm not this, like, picture-perfect um, person by any means. So that's really where it stems. And that, like, stems in a lot of, like, a lot of different areas, but that's, like, the overarching thing for myself. You know, like, it will show up in my house if my house isn't perfect <laughs> or if I don't teach the best class or if, um yeah anything like that it's just really um you know seeing how sometimes my expectations can be a little hard on myself (laughs) yeah yeah that's something I feel like is a theme with a lot of people that I talk to like really thinking about you know like how you show compassion to others and like you know your friend comes to you with an issue and something that they did that they feel bad about and you're like oh it's fine like you know like but then when it happens to you and you bring that in and you're like oh I'm awful and everything it's like why can't I show that same compassion that I show to my friends myself so I totally yeah I totally Mm -hmm. feel that Corey Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so yeah the um well we love to leave you all with our words of wisdom and in this week three in equanimity who has their words of wisdom they want to leave our community with 
I'll share. Yeah, I, you know, equanimity is, it's okay to stumble. In fact, I think like the definition of, um, of learning to balance is leaning one way too much and then the other way too much to find your space of balance. And, you know, we, we all just certainly spoke to that, that the areas of our life that are pulling us or knocking us over or rocking us. Um, and so like, if you're feeling that, you know, if you feel that in your practice, if you feel that in your life, that is the time to, that is the practice of equanimity. So my advice is to enjoy the wobble. I like that. Mine is to start again. Like, remember, you can always begin again. Um, you know, a lot of times my experience will be like, well, that happened. I can't recover. Or I can't move on or I'm stuck. And so speaking to your wobbling and your, um, Shannon, you're like wobbling and being in the balance of that is remember that you can just start again and um, move forward. My words of wisdom are to chew your food with intentionality. <laughs> Love it. I um I was I realized it during this talk that a lot of times I eat out of reaction to feeling hungry. And I try to eat as quickly as I can to stop feeling hungry. And so, yeah, I am, I'm right there with you guys working on that. So I, my words of wisdom to you and to myself are to slow down, maybe sit down too. That's always good. And actually chew my food. I like that. Definitely. My words of wisdom are have grace with yourself around equanimity and really just notice when you find yourself out of balance, notice it, see it and take that like, you know, backed up view and look and then just be in the inquiry of it without judgment, without anything. Just let yourself like really think about what it is that's causing that imbalance and what can bring you back into the center of you. And yeah, I'm excited if you guys are listening to this and we love you so much. Thank you for listening. We'll see you around on Zoom and everything. Have a great week three. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Bye. Love to be with you guys. Love you guys. <laughs>